Hey guys, so it is me, obviously, because my podcast and who else would it be, right? But it is me, the one and only, the true, the, the, I don't know what I would be described as, but the, just the, the is here, okay? And (laughs) this week, we are going to be finally doing, because it's been quite some time since I've done it, actually, um, the Q&A for the Fatu podcast. I had put up a post on Instagram. If you do not follow me, please do so. Fatu, F-A-T-U underscore X-O-X-O. Every now and again, you'll have moments, even though not really too often, but whenever I do decide to do Q&A um, episodes, I decide to put up a little poll or a questionnaire, if you will. I don't really know what it would be called. You know what? I'm fucking up right now. But point is, is that I ask for people to submit questions. So I can answer them on the pod because obviously content, 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 right? So without further ado, let's just get right to the shits because we have some ones that are going to involve quite a bit of an explanation and some, I feel like most of them are pretty actually going to need an explanation. So without further ado, our first question is, because this is always my fave, how have you been? Um, I'm I'm actually, you know what? <laughs> Why, first of all, when am I going to get to the day where I could just say I'm good? <laughs> like, it's always, you know what? Um, It's never just a direct, I'm great, actually, you know? And I'm waiting for that day to come. And you know what? It's okay. We're in route. Like I was just telling my mother, we are in route to happiness. Even though I am happy, we are in route to full happiness, you know? And obviously life cannot be 100% happy all the time, but I literally refuse to hear that. Like, I want to be happy Period. Like, I don't want to keep going through random little things and spats and stuff. Like, just now, with one of my family members, which I will just move forward and not even get into that right now. But, point is, is that this certain things you got to just reject it out your life, people. So, how am I? I've been better. <laughs> Before, when I got the question, I was fine. And I was going to be okay until... I got that call and then it just went left. So I'm not as ideal as I would like to be right now. But you know what? Sometimes you have a moment, it passes, and you're cool. So at the moment, I'm okay. I could be better. A bitch could be much better. But I'm okay. I have my limbs. I'm grateful. God is good. Moving along. Are you dating anyone? No. Moving along. (laughs) Are you... (laughs) Because there's no explanation needed. It is what it is. No. Uh, three, are you traveling anywhere this summer slash have you? I have not. However, I have booked my trip. I don't know if anyone still considers September the summer, even though it technically hasn't transformed over into fall as of yet, but I am going to DC, um, in September. So that'll be fun. It's a solo trip. So I'm looking forward to that because a bitch needs a vacation and I need to just change it up a little bit. I was supposed to be going to Florida. That didn't happen. So... Sometimes if the vacation don't bring itself, you got to force that shit. And plus, I also got a little e-credit from Delta. Shout out to Delta. And now, I'm going to take another separate trip with my friend Kemi. Shout out to Kemi. Um, so, number four. <clears throat> what is harder? Maintaining a friendship or a relationship? Because mm, at first, I think initially... Even still, I want to initially just say relationships because relationships take so much more time. And I actually think I still want to say relationship because friendships, for me, I feel like 
to be honest, I feel like a friendship and a relationship shouldn't be hard, period. Like, I don't want to be having a hard time trying to get, like, to get something moving, you know? Like, I feel like people try to normalize, like, hardship in relationships, and there really should not be a hardship. Like, if something needs to be adjusted on either end, I feel like there should be no issue for it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, obviously, sometimes you need a moment. You can't just, on a drop of a dime, I'm changed. Like, no. If... You are with somebody that you love and someone requests something of you, right, that you could work on or vice versa. It is only right to make that change for somebody if you feel like it's worth it. If you feel like it's not worth it, you're not going to try. And I'm sure we've all experienced that in relationships primarily when you ask something of them and they don't do it. So it's like, okay, you didn't give a fuck (laughs) because if you did, you would just, you know, make an effort, you know. But nevertheless, people try to say that you're trying to change people. Those type of people could suck my dick because that's not trying to change anybody. But nevertheless, um, friendships, I feel like are not, if anything, friendships should not be that hard to maintain. To be honest, I feel like it's it makes more sense when you go time. And that's the next thing, too, because I feel like it for me anyway, it takes a level of seriousness off of a situation. And then obviously, because if I'm your friend, I don't need to hear from you every day. I don't need to, like, get an update on everything you're doing. I don't need to faithfully be seeing you. I don't need to be getting my time in, my hours in. Like, I fuck with you. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to always be that. But I feel like there's a maintenance in a relationship that is not there for friendship that can make or break that shit. And that's where the hardness comes in, I guess, for some people. I don't know why, but whatever. So my response is going to be relationship. (sighs) Okay. So for number five, how many... This one was... (laughs) How many bodies is too many bodies for a 25-year-old girl? First off, I'm 25, so I don't know if this was supposed to be at me. Like, I don't know what that was about, but nevertheless, a lot of us are 25, so nevertheless, it's fine. Um, I don't really, you know what? I'd be lying if I said there isn't a, a count, but I don't want to, I don't, because <sighs> I don't want to, like, throw somebody's number out there, and then let's say that's somebody's number that's listening, and they're like, bitch, <laughs> Like, I don't want to be that person because everyone has a different experience. And at the end of the day, if you're single, you can do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, if you decide you want to fuck a different guy every day, who are, first off, who am I to even say anything to you? You know what I mean? Like, who is anyone to say anything to you? You can live your life the way you want. If you're doing this as a single person and or you're doing this as someone who's in a relationship, but there's an understanding within a relationship, bitch, go off. You know, do what you want to do. So, for me, in my head, there is... No initial number that comes to mind, but if I had to put a number on it, like, I don't know why initially 50 goes to my head, you know what I mean? Like, 50 just snaps in my head, not, I mean, it could have been 40, you know, it could have been 30, like, but 50 is always a number that I just think of that is a lot in general, like, as a number itself, so I guess I'll just say 50 and up, so, yeah. Um, six, would you? Uh, would you marry a man who makes less than you? Um, <sighs> okay, if we're being real, how much less does he make? You know what I mean? Like, if he... Because this is, this is so funny. Me and my cousin were discussing this yesterday. And she... I mean, because that's the thing. She really wants somebody who's, like, financially, like, affluent. Like, period. You know what I mean? Like, there ain't a starving moment. Period. You know, and I no, I don't think anybody really wants that. But at the end of the day, if I have to put a number on it, and let's say I was making, 
$100,000 a year and you were only making like 35, my boy, come on. Like, I, I don't, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not even going to lie, I'm not doing that. Because that's a really, really big gap. And at that point, which kind of leads into the same, because it's a two-part question, because the second part after that is, would you let your husband be a stay-at-home dad? No. No. I'm sorry, no. If if it was one of those situations where he was trying to get his shit off the ground, I feel like I only became open to that idea because of my boss. For him to get his business up and running to where it is now, today, his wife like took a chance on him by saying, you know what? Because he said to her, actually, but he said, just, you know, I want to buckle down. I want to try to make this get off the ground. Just support me for like, I think he said like six months or some shit like that. He said, if it don't work, all right, I'll get back to work. And she said, okay, and now look at them. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to just... Like and I and I feel like there's nothing wrong ever with supporting somebody if it's for a purpose. Like if you just out here just wanting to just chill, no, we're not doing that. But if you're trying to pursue a dream and I'm financially in a space where I can like take care of us both and the bills and be comfortable. I'm not talking about like take care of it and I'm struggling. Like if I'm struggling, baby <laughs> Baby, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to work it the fuck out and get that full time and also try to establish your dreams and I'll support you on the side. But like if it if it's not comfortable enough financially for me to be like, you know what? Go ahead, babe. I love you. Then I can't do it. But I will always be my spouse or significant other's biggest supporter, period, because why the fuck not? You know what I mean? That's the purpose of being in their lives. So But if it's on some like he he wants to be a stay-at-home dad just because we have kids and he doesn't want somebody else to raise his kids, but I don't want to stop working. Ugh. I, mm, nah, I'm not really feeling that. I ain't gonna lie. No, I'm cool. So, yeah. Um, question number seven. Ooh. <laughs> How big is too big? So, for the people that don't know what this is referring to, then I'm gonna need you to clock up off this podcast right now because you should know what this is referring to. So, my answer for this, I might have to say a nine. A nine sounds, a nine sounds pretty big. That's how, and I've never experienced a nine. And an eight always, like a seven point five eight always sounds perfect in theory, but I feel like a nine just sounds like, like that's a lot. Like a nine and up, that's a lot. But you know, obviously everybody's body is different. Some people can't even really take the five, which I cannot relate to that. But, yeah, so it just depends on the person. But for me, I feel like, in theory, a nine sounds like a lot. Um, Number eight, how should a man approach a woman in public? This one I kind of liked because it's, it's, I don't know, I always found this to be complex, but not really. However, for me, my answer is going to be don't approach her at all. Okay, next question. No, all right. (laughs) I would have to say, ooh, Cause that's the thing and I keep saying this to, to people I'm like you know what everything's all cool and dandy until he's ugly and then that's when you don't want to be spoken to don't buy me a drink leave me alone like I don't really hear a time when someone said oh this guy was mad handsome looked good smelled good blah 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 and he came to approach me and I said nah 
You know what I mean? Like, people usually say no because the person is ugly. Or that's just not the vibe that they're on for that night. Because I've, I've heard that once. But, like, and even so, like, you don't have to do anything with that person if they approach you. You could literally give them your number if you think they're, you know, cute or whatever. Or if they buy you a drink, then that's great, too. You know, but as long as someone's coming up to you without any expectation... Because, again, that's the thing. Beauty is in the eye of the fucking beholder. People will walk up on you and really try to holler at you like they don't look like a bag of trash. And it's like, excuse me, who did you think I was that I would accept you? Like, it just it's it just happens. And like I said, everyone has a different kind of, like, standard of beauty, which is fine. We all aren't attracted to everyone, and that's fine. I, I'm going to be ugly to somebody, and it's fine. I don't know who that is, but... Let me stop. But at the end of the day, it's like we're all going to be ugly to somebody and that's fine. But when you walk up on a woman or you walk up on a man or period, you just walk up on anyone, you risk them rejecting you. So that's why I'm saying how do you approach somebody? There is no real direct way. You just got to hope that they think that you're attractive and they're in the mood that day. Because if they're not in the mood, it's a dub. Cute or not, it's a dub. Because maybe they didn't come here for that. You better hope that they're not in a relationship. And you better hope that they think you're cute. So that there is no real way to approach somebody. But if you cross off all the T's and dot all the I's, I would recommend either getting them a drink. I would recommend something that's like... Because uh, that's the thing. Because even if someone compliments you, it's like if the person's ugly and they compliment you, you're like, ew. So you just, there's no real way to do this. I'm sorry. This is one of those questions that there's no real answer for me. I'm sorry. So just, you know, cross your fingers, say a little light prayer, and then walk over and hope it pans out for you. If not, it's all right. Tuck your tail in pride and just keep it pushing. There's too many women out here that'll fuck you for free and that will literally, like, have no damn standards, period. You could be cute, but they don't even have, they don't require much. So, please. Anyway. Uh, next question. So, what is your take on gender roles? What should men bring and what should women bring? I don't really think there's any particular thing that men or women should be bringing in the sense of gender roles. I mean, I personally, if I'm speaking just for myself, but that's the thing, you're just saying in general. So, if it's general, there's no answer I can give you. But if I'm talking about my own self, I would like for the man to be more personally I like a guy that's more passive to be honest so I don't really need me the whole like alpha male super dominant like you can like you you could wear shorts in a relationship like you don't have to wear a full-on pair of pants like I don't I don't even know what pants would really signify I guess that would be just controlling the relationship so that's why I'm like you don't really have to wear the pants in the relationship per se you could wear shorts you know like it can be cool. Like, I don't really want anyone that's going to be doing too much, you know, like too, like there, like, I don't even, if you know an alpha male, that's it. Just, that's it. Like, I don't need anyone that's going to be trying to like tell it and like, this is it. And like, this is how we're doing this. And like, you know, obviously I think we all want some kind of like sternness in certain terms and things. But for me personally, I find more appeal in men that are more like laxed and chill and like they don't need to assert themselves overly because for me I don't need that so I can't speak for anyone else but for me I don't need that um obviously you would like somebody who has like because that's the thing gender roles so it's like do I want that's the only thing I can really think about is like more dominance and stuff so I know somebody's probably like oh there's this there's that but I, I swear to god it's not coming to me like in my head in terms of like gender roles um 
I don't know. Like, I just, I want him to be a guy. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And then for the girl, I mean, I would, for me personally, I would find myself to be more submissive in a relationship. So I'm not gonna, like, I don't, I don't, like, am I supposed to be washing dishes? Like, I don't really know what you mean by gender roles like that. So I just expect him to be masculine but chill, and I expect myself to be, like, let him take the reins on shit. You know, obviously I would like for it to be pretty split down the middle for the most part because obviously everybody's opinion matters. But I definitely do like to, like, take, to just chill out and, like, you know, like, really let him just kind of, you know, do his thing, if you will. So I guess that would be my gender roles in that. Um, next question. So if your partner cheated... Would you stay? It depends. It depends. I've never been cheated on to my knowledge, so I can't really speak to what I would do from what I wouldn't do. I think it depends who your partner is. It depends on the dynamic of your relationship. It depends on if this is a, a reoccurrence. Like, if this is the first time that this has happened and, like, you told me and I didn't have to find out by myself and y'all only had, like, texted flirty and, like, y'all met up, but, like, it wasn't on no sexual shit or, like... You know, like, certain things I could let go, but, like, if you just jump out, like, you was fucking, like, nah. That's, I, I couldn't even trust you after that, to be honest. I low-key really, after the, man, I've expressed previously that I have been a side piece before my retired life. I'm, I'm cool off of that life. I'm cool now. Um, it really never was for me to begin with, and you realize that after you're in it, but, you know, you try to, you try to throw some elbows to become the main, I guess you can say, to some extent, but not really, not in that situation. One is one situation, yes, yes, but my most recent one that had occurred, no. I would I wasn't attempting to be the main but my point was <clears throat> my point was is that through that person cheating and you knowing the the ways of like, oh, like hiding this message and doing this and maybe people save your name under that and they text you here instead of there like certain things like that 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 it kind of shows you how much goes into the cheating of it all and it's like oh y'all are being mad sneaky like and then it's just like okay if you're doing all of this so I don't know I don't know if I, I don't know I don't know if I could like really bounce back off of that because I've also asked before yo like, and I also know somebody who has been, like, well, I've known a few people, actually, that's been, like, side pieces and shit like that. And their men don't be, like, caring. Like, they don't be ready to leave them. Like, if they, if you don't say nothing to a man, if you don't complain about shit and, like, you don't say nothing, they're cool with the way shit is moving. So that's why I be, like, yo, like, y'all don't give a fuck. Like, y'all gonna just be, just, and, and, yo, you know what? <laughs> Let me not even get in a rant. Anyway, if I actually don't, it depends on the circumstances, to be honest. So, I would need to... I would need to be in a situation and it, it would need to be a particular kind of partner because I feel like certain shit you don't excuse for certain people, but certain things you'd be like, nah, not him. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, no, not her for like the guys and stuff. So it just depends, I guess. So that would be my answer for that one. Um, 11, how do you feel about inviting a guy over? Would you prefer to meet them in a neutral place like a hotel or would you rather them come to your home? Um, and this was also the person was referring to someone that you're not fully like knowledgeable of as of yet. Like you guys like each other, but like, or y'all are just getting to know each other, but there is no firm 
like foundation in the relationship as of yet. So for me, I'm going to have to say, <clears throat> for me, I'm going to have to say probably, first off, I don't, because that's the thing, because this is clearly talking about like directly to sex. It's not talking about like dates and stuff. So in my current living situation, I really would not feel comfortable bringing people over to like, because I don't know, there's just something weird about like fucking when you have roommates, like. If you know people are going to be home, like, you're not really going to get your shit off. Like, you're not going to really be, like, going crazy or, like, being loud the way you'd like to because you know people are going to listen or they can hear. So, it's just, like, in that instance, I really wouldn't want to bring somebody home. If I lived by myself, which is, God willing, the plan for next year, but, like, when I live by myself, like, would I want to bring somebody over? Mm, not, mm, it depends. Depends. Like, I'm not 100% against it, but... Is that, like, the top of the list of, like, oh, yeah, like, he can come to my crib? I wouldn't necessarily say that, neither. But then again, if I'm fucking with you, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to just fuck with anybody. So I guess I would say that's fine. If he's paying for the telly, we could do that, too, though. So either way is fine for me, really. Okay, so let's move along to the next question. So why do strangers support more than family and friends? My guy, when I tell you, having a podcast really shows you that because you'll literally have people that you don't even really like talk to that'll be like, yo, like I've been listening, yo, I've been supporting, yo, you're great. And you're like, wow, <laughs> the ratio of like strangers to friends is crazy. <laughs> like, especially when people just come out of nowhere and like throw you up, especially it'll be people that you really don't even be talking to like that. And it's like, wow, like, why is it that? people have a close relationship with you and they just don't like all their sense of support leaves like it's weird it's really really weird actually or maybe it's people lose interest after a while because maybe when you first start something people are like oh like let me hear that and then after that it's like no the support (laughs) the support week is over that's enough that's enough so I don't know what it is about that maybe People and that's the thing because it's even if you think about it in other ways, it's like sometimes if you think of yourself, sometimes you feel more inclined to support a stranger than to support your own friend or your own family member, maybe because you think their shit is trash, which is a possibility. If y'all think my shit is trash, just say that. But literally, some but that's the thing, I do have friends that do support me a lot, so let me not even try to like jump on that bandwagon because that is not the case on my end. Like, I definitely do have friends that listen to me. Which, obviously, I love you guys to death because why the fuck would I not appreciate the fact that you're supporting me and you're taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast, you know? So, for the people that do support and that are my friends, I appreciate you. For the people that are strangers, I appreciate you even more because you really don't have to support me, you know? And, like, to some extent, you kind of expect something from your friends because it's like, yo, like, I fuck with y'all for real, though. Like, I would need y'all to, like let the shit run while you go to the bathroom and take a shower like so fucking would be like get the streams up though but but also you want people to actually like listen and feel interested so to some extent you don't want to make anyone feel forced you know like you don't want to tell somebody like hey share this like i'm not that person to be honest i did that like on snap one time and i felt crazy but then like i got a lot of people saying like oh i'm gonna listen or send me the link and i was shook so it's i guess in a, in a way it's like a mix of like wanting to like, it's a mix of wanting to push your stuff, but at the same time, it's like, damn, 
I don't want to throw it down anyone's throat. Like, I want people to consume it naturally. So, it's just, it's interesting, honestly, in that sense. Okay, the next question, which is mad random in this order, in a way, but fuck it, there, there was no order. When are you having kids? Um, <laughs> when I get married, <laughs> and then two years after that, because I don't want kids immediately. Ideally, um, I would have liked to have kids by, like, 32, 31, but... It's, at this point, I'm starting to realize as life rolls on, you try not to have any timeline on things and you just let life roll. Because my friend made actually a perfect example the other day and he was telling me about how his dad obviously was with his mom and then they weren't. And then his dad was single for like so long and he was like thinking, he said he got scared. He thought his dad would be like, you know, lonely, you know. And I was like, damn. And he was like, his dad ended up getting married to a lady that he's known for years. Because she had a boyfriend at the time, but then she had broke off with him. And then, like, obviously they were single in the right time. And then they, like, got together. And, like, they've just been great ever since. And they've had, like, kids since then and blah, blah, blah. And, like, they've gotten together late in their lives. You know what I mean? And I've always been scared of stuff like that. Like, I always feel like, oh, my God, I don't want to be the person that's, like, single until like 40 and then don't get married until like 50 and like because I think I've also tried to plan out my life to a way where okay I want to have my kids at least by a certain point and I think people or excuse me I think I also think about it in that sense because of the fact that I know I do want to have kids and if you wait too long in your life you just that window starts to close but my coworker who is 49 literally is giving birth this august shout out to her and this is her first kid you know and like her husband is like significant like nine years younger than her or something like that but like she tried really hard and then now she's pregnant so and she's right damn near a month away from giving oh no this month she's supposed to be giving birth so it's just like anything can happen but i just hate that anything can happen bullshit like you know what i mean like you just be wanting it to just be like this is it, you know, like, I don't want to be waiting and waiting and, like, turning the page and the climax never comes, like, I want the, the purpose of my book to be, not to say the way I want it, because to some extent, we all obviously want things to pan out the way we say, obviously, if I can have a million dollars right now, I'm gonna have it, you know, but at the same time, sometimes you kind of hope and pray and wish that things roll around at least somewhat in that (laughs) time frame, But at the end of the day, if it doesn't happen, like, when I want it to happen, it's fine. If it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. And I'm just starting to come to that point, honestly. So, yeah. Whenever the kids happen, that's when they'll happen. But only after I'm married because fuck that shit. Um, Next question. So, any advice for creator's block? No. I don't have any because when I have creator's block, bitch, I just (laughs) go in the corner. Like, I don't even, like, I, I, and I stopped doing that now, but I would, like, damn near force myself to put some shit out, but because it's a podcast, you know? Like, if you're a singer or, like, you're an artist and stuff, I can't really speak to those creators' blocks. If anything, or a photographer, because it's different types of creative um, expressions. So, in that sense, I would probably say just do something that can bring you inspiration, you know? For me, podcasting, it's... It's talking, you know? I don't really do too many of these solo ones, which I'm trying to make an effort to do, which if you listen to me faithfully, you always hear me fucking say that shit. 
but it's always easier to talk to someone else so that's where my creator's block comes in at and when i had did my first q a episode i was saying the same thing like yo this is like a filler if you will and at this point it's not even a filler it's more just like this is real content that i could put out people are asking questions i could actually answer them so and that's something people want to hear because they want to hear their shit get answered you know they want to hear your thoughts on something so why not monetize off of it and like also actually get people to like come in you know be like oh like she put the question or maybe she did maybe she didn't which i did but all i can say is you know man a creator's block is a bitch it really is but sometimes you got to just push yourself and in this line of work particularly to podcasting People always say you got to be consistent because if not, then people will forget you and I don't want to be forgotten and I had taken too many hiatuses and I can't keep doing that. And I've, I've stopped. I've actually, all of, since June, actually, I've been super consistent and I'm super proud of myself, you know? This is what Sham was referring to by that personal homework that you got to keep yourself accountable for because he used to sometimes like hit me up and be like, yo, I see you ain't dropped nothing. I ain't get the notification. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I know, damn, like, I can't even get a minute. Meanwhile, I had a whole two weeks to get it together, but, like, sometimes you just don't know what to put. So sometimes you gotta just throw the mic on and be like, you know what? da 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 You know, or, like, maybe look into some... You be looking at social media all day. There's so many things you could discuss. Even if it's not, like, a particular crazy thing, it could just be some type... Like, maybe even a meme that was mentioned, and you could, like, spur a whole little 10, 15-minute thing off of that, you know, like... Things can be discussed. You just have to really think about it. And for people that are singers or rappers or artists in any sense of the, of the word, definitely try to put yourself in a place that you will feel inspired sometimes. Because I know that they say that for musicians and stuff, you got to give yourself some kind of inspiration. Give you give yourself something to write about. So sometimes people write about heartbreak. So you got to, I don't want to say get yourself heartbroken, but... You know, like, put yourself in a predicament or maybe start dating or, like, talk about something that was old that was from, you know, a dating experience. Or maybe talk about somebody else's dating experience. And, you know, like, there's so many different things that you could write about. Or photos. I feel like photos are pretty easy to get inspo from. And that's just my opinion. But, you know, it doesn't have to be just of people. It could be of things. You know, you could try to fix things up and try to take pictures of those and make it more creative. For drawing again i can't really relate to this i'm actually a really crappy drawer but like there's just so many ways to try to bust out of that like i don't know what the word is called that little bit like that little moment of just bleh. that's what we're gonna call it right now but the creator's block just try to push through it people because it's hard but you can do it uh next question so biggest hardship about podcasting um, like I've always said, the biggest hardship for me would be have been being consistent, but then the consistency really came from like doing it alone. So that that was really my issue. So I would say that if you're doing it by yourself, because I can only speak from my solo stance, because I don't have a podcast with someone. Like yeah, me and Sham have have a thing where we collab, but like that's not a set like a set thing where it's like we have our own podcast. You know what I mean? So. For things like that, I can't relate or give any kind of opinion in that sense of if you work with somebody, just make sure, just like with roommating, realize who you're going into something with. You know, like, be aware of what you're about to do before you do it because at the end of the day, 
you don't want because podcasting obviously you could just throw away like roommates you can't but maybe that was a poor example but the point is is that you need to just be aware of what you're doing and who it's with because if this shit takes off is are you are you wrapped around into the right thing with the right person is this somebody that's gonna like do you dirty possibly down the line please pay attention to the people that you are friends with and that you work with because at the end of the day some people will reveal themselves to you in different ways that you don't even realize so just be aware if you're doing a podcast with somebody just realize who you're doing it with because you don't want to start rolling in a good direction and then the shit flop because y'all had a disagreement about some shit no so we don't want that but definitely solo shit if you're really good well if you're really good with like i don't even want to say ranting but like holding solo conversations and like being somebody that's interesting enough to listen to by themselves then definitely do that but if you find yourself having stuck days which is what has happened to me a lot um particularly previously but if you find yourself having a lot of stuck days, try to, because something that I had did was like Google different things of like, what's something that I can do to do more, you know, like to pull something else. And like, even so, I've like listened to other solo podcasters, so I'll listen to them. I'm like, okay, let me see what they talk about. How does this sound after a long period of time? What are some transitions that they might do or whatever? My Q&A shit, would, like I said, was something that I had. Actually, that wasn't an inspo from really anything. I've just always liked when podcasters... Whether it be one person or a group, they, like, pull questions. I always love that. Because it's like, oh, like, what did people submit? Oh, what are they going to say? Like, you know, I always love that. So that's where my idea stemmed from, from my little Q&A. Because I want to emulate that same exact thing. Because I always enjoyed it. So hopefully somebody else does. So that's the idea. But definitely, if you're having any hardships, please reach out. Of course, um, I'll be your little rock if, if I can. Um, how long till you meet your partner's parents? It depends, honestly, on the person's parents. It depends on you. It depends on your partner. It just, again, it's a case-by-case situation. Ideally, I would like to say after a year or two, you know, like, preferably, like, that's the thing, because some people's parents is weird, so it's like, you'd be kind of scared to, because I'm the type of person, I'm super anxious when it comes to meeting new people, like, Oh, that that shit starts to get to me. So I started getting scared, and I'm like, ah, 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 like, I don't know how this is going to feel. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I want them to like me or whatever the case may be if it was something, like, parents-wise. So it's like you just want to have a good impression, so that's where the, the anxious feeling starts to eat you up. So I would say when you feel most comfortable, that should be the time to meet them. Obviously, you will have to meet them at some point, especially if you know shit is getting serious. Don't be trying to meet nobody's parents when it's been two months. I'm cool. I'm cool. I don't want to see your parents. It's fine. They, no. <laughs> just no. Like, when it gets serious, then discuss me and parents. But until then, no. Should your significant other have a state in pregnancy? This was the most randomest question that I had got. I'm not even going to lie. Bro, I love you, bro. But this was a random ass question. And I was like, why did, why, why did she ask me this? Like, I'm so confused. But... Um, she's also did say preface it with answer it, like interpret it the way that you do and just answer it. So I would take stay, stay in pregnancy or stay at home pregnancy as like someone who once they find out they're pregnant, they just stay home for the whole time being. I wouldn't recommend if, if that's what you meant and this is how I'm interpreting it. I wouldn't recommend that because I would say probably for me, if I got pregnant, 
I would probably be working for the first like five months and then after that no I'm going to lay down somewhere like I'm going to like focus on my little yoga ball bounces and my little stretches and they said to start eating little okra okra or little okra slime and that helps the baby slide out I'll start doing all types of methods because I'm like I do not want to get into pain my back is already fucked up as is and to have a kid and possibly have a fucking epidural which I refuse to do but like you just wanted to go as easy as possible, so I would definitely try to keep my. I'm gonna definitely keep myself active, but I don't want to be outside all the time and be subjected to the elements and like be subjected to people and like no, no. So I would definitely say don't stay at home fully for this pregnancy if you're pregnant. That's not what I would recommend personally, but if somebody is into that, then that's fine. If they don't want to, sure. But I just wouldn't recommend somebody to be on their feet all the way until, like, if you're supposed to give birth nine months, don't be, like, going hard until, like, seven, eight months. Like, that's crazy. You know, go lay down. Um, next question. So, why do you think it became cool to be toxic slash not care when you do for your partner? And is it solely because of social media that influenced, excuse me, what? Is it solely because of social media that influenced this? Okay, that's what it said, but whatever. Anyway, um, I probably wrote that crazy, but nevertheless. <laughs> um, I would say why... Uh, that's the thing. I feel like the reason that... You know what? Social media probably does definitely have something to do with that, and I could definitely agree to that because being somebody... When you see social media and you just see the things that people, like, say, like in a way to shit on somebody else, but to bring up their selves, but in a way that's supposed to be, I don't know how to say, like, I don't want to say if it's, like, supportive or, like, uplifting. Like, you know how they have the thing where it's like, oh, if he don't text back, fuck him. You know, like, those? That's that's uplifting. Fuck what you heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he don't text back, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Because to some extent, it's like, it's it, it breeds you to take a situation and like when you see other things on social media with those like wordings and like things like that it starts to open your eyes up maybe in a negative way but not in my opinion really because obviously you gotta take shit with a grain of salt like if somebody don't text you back immediately it's not gonna be fuck him but like if you see that somebody is running this this pattern that okay maybe i've addressed this already or maybe i'm noticing that i'm putting you too much ahead of myself or maybe i'm noticing you know negative attributes that i'm starting to take on and overly considering your feelings and now I'm getting hurt yeah it's gonna be fuck you you know what I mean like yeah it's gonna be that but like the question says why do you think it became cool to be toxic I don't really th I, I don't think it became cool to be toxic really um I guess if you want to call those things toxic yeah sure I I guess but not really I think it's supposed to be some kind of way of uplifting but toxicity in itself in the way that people be acting on some like those those little things where it's like oh text him that there's this guy on tiktok and he does the thing where it's like oh text him when he texts you the next morning saying good morning sorry to text you um sorry i forgot to text you last night i fell asleep and then it says text him back saying oh it's okay i just got in toxicity chapter 26 verse 3 or whatever things like that obviously there's gonna be people that's gonna really do that you know what i mean like that would be more toxic is what i'm thinking of so those kind of things yeah definitely social media influenced it but in the same sense like i said those certain things that are meant to uplift yourself 
by dismissing other people, it starts to leak over into things that are actually significant. But I feel like people start to put up their guards when it comes to dating in general because when you have just constantly like put down a wall, put down a wall, put down a wall, and I'm for, I'm someone that's a perfect example in half of this sense because I always do put down my wall when I date people and stuff because I feel like me personally, I'm an advocate of you know what? The last person has nothing to do with this new person. I'm not going to restrict this person from knowing me the way that they could because the last person hurt my feelings. Like, I don't believe in that personally. It does me no benefit. It does that person no benefit because they didn't do anything to me. So why am I punishing them for what the last person did? It's not fair. So for me, I don't believe in doing that. However, I do understand the people that are like, you know what? I'm tired of being hurt all the time. I'm tired of like trying to give people a chance or wearing my heart on my sleeve and then being shitted on or not be given, gave a fuck about, you know, like there's moments where you just be like, you know what? Fuck that shit. And then you see the shit that be like, if you don't text back, fuck him. It's like, yeah, just fuck him. You know? So I definitely get this idea and I don't fully disagree with it. So I, for me, I mean, it definitely is a popularized thing personally. It is, it is. Does social media have to do with it? Yes, it does. But do I think negatively of it? Not fully unless you're using it incorrectly. If you're just shitting on everybody, like I said, without discretion, and you're just like, oh, he ain't text me back, fuck him. Oh, why didn't he send me his location, fuck him. Oh, if he didn't FaceTime me nonstop, fuck him. If in, if in that sense then, then it's like you're doing too much. Then nobody needs to be with you because why is it fuck him because you didn't get your way for something small, you know? Or for things that are trivial, so obviously in that sense that'll be a that's a no or like when people prioritize certain things like now in popular culture women getting the bag out of a man is normal like if he ain't paying for your nails sis leave him like no that like i, I don't believe that that should be like the way like that should not be the mantra if he ain't paying for your nails leave him it like, no, like, I'm not going to leave him because he didn't pay for my nails. I have a job. I don't need him to pay for my nails, personally. If you offer, that would honestly take me off guard. I'd rather us go on a date than you take pay for my nails. But sometimes maybe it comes from people saying no because they don't, they're not used to being taken care of and they're too independent and they have gone through it. And I don't know. It could be some other cycle of things or whatever, but like that kind of rhetoric of, this is this needs to be like this and like that being normalized and me and sham are going to actually talk about this on one of the upcoming podcasts that we're going to do because i sent it to him and i was like we need to discuss this and it was a video of tootsie or tootsie or whatever the the rapper guy is i'm sorry the people that are probably like what the fuck but whatever tootsie or tootsie or whatever the rapper he gave his girlfriend a louis vuitton bag and then she took a, um, another Louis Vuitton thing out of it and it was supposed to be the shape of like a necklace box. So she didn't know what was going on but like the bag was mad big and then it just gradually got into something smaller and then it was like some little necklace and she tore her whole face up behind it but then he dumped out the bag that had 20, 23000 in it or 24000 in it, whatever it was and then she got happy. I said to Sham, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, she wasn't grateful at all. It was, fuck this, what is this? Like, you know, so that I'm not going to talk about it too much because, like I said, I want to talk about it on the pod. But, like, things like that should not be normalized. Like, that shouldn't be, oh, he needs to be spending a bag on me. Oh, he needs to be giving me a, fu- a fucking money phone worth of money. If not, I don't want him. Like, it, that should not be the way for me personally. I don't agree with that.
Um, question number 17. Guys, we're almost, we're almost getting there. And yes, it's technically supposed to be 19 now, but two extras were there that didn't have a number. But anyway, if you met the love of your... You see, this one was... <laughs> this one was a little bit... <laughs> too specific and i was like all right if you met the love of your life at work or or a compromising way and they had a lot of baggage is dating them worth the risk due to it possibly becoming awkward or uncomfortable okay due to my experience no okay next question so <laughs> no i know she not want me to leave it like that but I'm going to say, honestly, in hindsight, no, it ain't. It ain't worth it. Um, to some extent, it is because it's like you get your, some experiences out of it. But, like, to some extent, it's like, you know what? This was a waste of time. Like, I didn't need to do this. This did not benefit me in any way. Um, I might have had more issues than happy moments with this. Like, you know, certain things, like, it just depends. But if it's somebody that... And it depends what the baggage is, too. Like, is the baggage a wife? Is the baggage a girlfriend? Is the baggage kids? Is the baggage, um, he has mental issues? Like, what's the baggage? Like, it has to be very specific. But, um, since I think I know what you're talking about, I don't, I, it's still not worth it. No. I'm gonna just say no, and I'm gonna move on. Because we both know it ain't worth it. <laughs> anyway, um, number 18. What is the oldest slash youngest you date? Okay, because I love me an old nigga. I love me a, a salt and pepper. I love me a little salt and pepper on his face, on his head. Like, I like me a little bald head too, honestly, to be honest. Um, like, I don't know. I just I just like me an older, a older gentleman. A gentleman caller, if you will. But I, I always enjoyed older men in general. When I was younger, I really... Yo, bitch... I would, when I was 19, I had dated a 31-year-old. Fuck that nigga. Um, if you ever listen to the Sexual Assault, trigger warning, the Sexual Assault podcast, there you go. When I was also 19, I had really fell in love with, like, two of my managers. One of them was 50 and another one was 58. Bitch, don't ask me no questions. I was wilding back in the day. I really had liked them a lot. So, I don't know what it was. There's always been that sense of maturity that I like. I don't know. Leave me alone. Like I said, I'm not, I don't live that life no more, right? I don't live that life no more. I don't be, you know how they say, cha uh, rubbing the what's it called? Chasing the chasing the cradle or rubbing the cradle or some shit like that. Bitch, I'm not chasing graveyards no more. Nah, don't worry about it. Like I'm, I'm cool. I've come to the point where I realize that I don't want to date somebody that's too much older than me because I want to have kids. I wanna, I want them to be able to see the kids grow up. Like I don't want to like have the kids and then twenty, like they turn fifteen and you already hobbling like we're not doing that so i would probably say because i'm 25 i wouldn't be mad at like like 40 i guess it's still kind of high but i mean i'm not mad at 40 to be honest because it depends on the 40 year old and i've definitely messed with people that was straddling 40 and it was it was great it, it was great so i definitely would say 40 would be my like max to be honest, like if I'm really talking about pursuing a relationship, if I'm talking about just fucking them, that's different. But like if it's like relationship, like gonna have kids, get married type shit, even forty is kind of pushing it though. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like 30, 30, 35, 30, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm really out here, like, naturally doing that. I'm not even trying to do that on purpose. Um, maybe I would say 40 ain't really trying to come, come out of my mouth like that. So, I'm going to just say, like, 36. Because 37 and up just be feeling a little bit too old. Like, to really pursue a relationship, relationship, relationship. Like I said, I would. So, that's what I'm saying. I would do 40, I guess. But, like, if I had to really, really choose, I would prefer to be just a little bit more down. Because, like I said, I don't want you to be too much older than me. And then, like, the kids come and you ain't even really get no chance with them. Like, no. We don't want that. We don't want the... Yeah, my dad died when I was five. Like, I don't... No. No. And youngest, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. The youngest I'm doing is my age. Thank you. Okay. We got two more questions, people. We're almost there. In your experience, have... And this... Oh, this is a good one. In your experience, have sexual stereotypes regarding different races been true? And does that play into you wanting to sleep with them or not? Okay. Um... So this is coming from a person who has slept with a Chinese guy before. I've slept with Indians before. I slept with black guys before, Spanish guys before. I've slept with white guys before. I, yeah. All right now. Am I the New York? The New York of pussies? Like I'm the mountain pot? All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I would definitely say that these stereotypes are not fully accurate. Um, for the brown guys, they have been. They've been. They haven't been like small or anything like that. But they will just be like like average or like a little under that or whatever but maybe I didn't get the ones that was you know packing heat and then like the Chinese guy that I slept with he was just average or whatever but he knew what he was doing though so shout out to him and the white guys they were great they were great Spanish guys great great black guys they was great but at the same time it's like well I wouldn't even say great let me take that back great is kind of crazy I haven't had the best like black dick experiences personally i have had really good ones because i've also fucked with arab guys too so i forgot about that i'm sorry <laughs> anyway um through my experiences let me stop getting too direct through my experiences i would say that these are not fully accurate because i feel like people always think unless you're like possibly spanish or black your dicks are small and this is not true so I, again, I haven't had no, like, monstrous ass dick ever in my life, and I fucked black people before. I've been seeing a lot of, like, regular looking dicks, you know what I mean? So, that's why I'm, like, not all of them, obviously, but, like, I have seen some regular size, and I'm not talking about just black people, I'm talking about in general. Out of all the people that I've had sex with of different, like, nationalities and, like, backgrounds, probably the biggest dick that I saw was from a white guy and from a Spanish guy. But he was mixed. <laughs> but um, yeah, those would be the the two. One of them was the white guy was a full on Italian, and then the other guy was Italian and Puerto Rican. So those would be like the biggest dicks that I've seen. But those weren't like no nines and tens and stuff. Like it wasn't like that. So that's why I'm just like I don't really be seeing like some like monstrous ass dicks or anything like that. But, like I said, to the to the point of the stereotypes, people always make it seem like black guys be, like, packing heat and every last one of them. No, they don't. No, they don't. I, I, I haven't seen a pack of heat yet. I haven't seen an AK-47 be pulled out. I haven't seen a rifle. I have... No. 
I've I've just been seeing just regular old meat. <laughs> like the meat just been looking regular. Like I'm not seeing nothing that's looking extra plump, extra thick. Like some some little you know like I no I've just been seeing some regular looking pieces of meat. You know nothing crazy. That's why I said the what the Italian guy and then the Italian Puerto Rican guy are the biggest that I've seen. But outside of that, <laughs> like. No, so I wouldn't even say that those stereotypes are particularly accurate. But to answer the second part, does that play into me wanting to sleep with them? Yes, because I'd be saying, and I've told my friend, but she tried to try to play me, but I ain't even gonna get into it. But I told her I was like, I'd be wanting to like fuck black guys because obviously, why not? I'm black, you know what I mean? Like I would fuck anybody, so that's not a problem to me. But at the end of the day, I just feel like I've had so many multicultural relationships, like like sex experiences that I'm just not over it but like I feel like I haven't really gotten a chance to really like have sex like or good 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 sex with like a black guy you know what I mean like I haven't gotten that chance and I would really like to like get (laughs) like I was telling my roommate (laughs) I don't even know if I want to say (laughs) I don't even know what I want to say this but like and not even to sound no type of way, but I really mean it when I say it. And I'm not even trying to be funny or nothing. Like, I literally had a moment where I was just like, yo, bro. And I still do want to have this experience, actually. But I was like, yo, bro, I really want to have that, like, Maxwell, India Ari, like, D- D- um, D'Angelo music playing in the back. The incense is moving, like a candle burning. Some little essential oils being rubbed on me. And then I got my little natural hair out. Like, I be wanting that little vibe. <laughs> I be really wanting that vibe, bro. Like, I just be wanting to be, like, that very, like, black love, like, movie kind of, like, thing. And it's very movie, because obviously... But I'm sure there's people that's out there that do the same exact experience, so it's not special to me. But I really be wanting to have that experience, because it just always seems so in tune with what I would like, as well. You know, something that's very sensual, but very passionate, but very, like, mm, like, you know, like, I really want that. So I think that would be very interesting to have as an experience as well. So definitely, definitely, I do take race into some kind of factor, but at the same time, it doesn't stop me at the door. Like, people have always made it seem like, oh, like, white guys have small dicks. No, they don't. Not the one I've seen. Well, I've only fucked two, but, like, not the two that I've seen. They weren't, like, small. No. Technically, one of them was, so, no, three. I mean, he's, like. Eh. Uh, no, he was small though. Mm. Look, y'all odds ain't looking too good now. Damn. Um. Uh, let me see. Then we're on our last question, guys. Woo. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of a sad one to leave off on. Damn. Okay. Okay. What would you? What would? What would make you leave someone? Very vague. Okay. Um. If it was terms of friendship, anything. Um. If it's. <laughs> if it's in terms of friendship, I would say. It depends. It depends. Like, it depends what you did. Um, it depends on the situation. If you did some fucked up shit, you're going to have to hit the road, Jack. So, it just depends. I can't really give one for a friend one. If it's in terms of, like, a relationship, what would make me leave you is if you're not really tending to anything that I'm requesting of you. If I even, if I even have to start requesting, you're doing too much. Because I'm very, like, medium maintenance when it comes to dating. I don't be asking for too much. A bitch just be asking for a moderate amount of, like, attention. 
Like, I want to, like, fuck, obviously. Like, I want to, like, go on dates and stuff like that. To which I'm not going to be having you pay for every last one of them either. So that's the next thing. Don't worry about, like, spending the whole bag on me. We're not doing that. So that's the next thing. And then if I'm, like, having to, like, hound you down for, like, conversation, yeah, we're not doing that. So those are things that I'll definitely leave you for. Things that seem like you're inconsiderate. Or you say some, like, fucked up ass shit that's insensitive as fuck. Not about necessarily me, but, like, other things or other people. I've literally had the craziest disputes where I've, like, the the Indian guy that I was dating before, he literally was arguing with me, telling me that, oh, if we get married, my kids have to be Muslim because they can't go to hell. And I was like, well, I'm not Muslim, so are you saying I'm going to go to hell? Like, what? And he was like, well, the Bible is made up. And, like, that became a whole argument. And I'm like, sir, to sit here and, like, fully disrespect what you know I believe in like you know I'm a Christian and like yeah obviously I'm not like I'm not the person that's going to church non-stop and all those other things but like to disrespect me and you know I have I have a faith that's like me saying like oh the Quran is like made up that I, I literally said to him I'm like you telling me the Bible is like made up and you having no regard how I would feel about what the fuck you just said is like me saying to you oh like the Quran is made up and you know that that would be like the end all be all of a conversation right there so it's like when people say things and that's or even I've heard him say things about like Jewish people and shit like that. I was like, all right, this is too much. But like it's like when you start to pay attention to someone's character and like their character is not lining up with who you are as a person. Scram. Get out of here. Like I'm not doing this with you. You know what I mean? Like I, certain things is a line for me and insensitivity in any sense is a line. Like being not emotionally available is a line even being like just always shutting down and stuff like when someone's trying to have a conversation with you like let's say we're really trying to talk or like we're trying to get through something and you just like insist on shutting down and it's like every time i'm gonna have to like get up and go so like i feel like there's a million reasons to leave people whether it be friends family dating there's always some kind of reason but if you're both willing to work on a situation or things just make sense together and I'm talking about actual sense. I'm not talking about like a blue face rock sense. Like, no. If it makes sense, then make it work. But if it does not make sense, it doesn't make change. <laughs> guys, that was the corny joke drum, so that means it's time to go. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed my Q&A. It'll probably be another two months or so until we get another Q&A. Because I'm trying to bring these back every now and again, you know feel like they're always interesting to see the questions and sometimes I don't even know my answer until I start talking because that's the other thing about podcasting you'll just start talking and maybe you formulated your thoughts prior but once your mouth opens it's just diarrhea of the mouth and it's like what the fuck like so it's always interesting trying to like get things out but also like I said seeing people's questions and seeing what they want to hear you ask you know so hopefully you guys got the answers that you liked (laughs) if you didn't um Damn. All right. (laughs)